Thank you all, oh, and welcome back to Spicy Chat. And tonight we have our guest stars, Dylan Spicer. How's everybody doing? I've been back on that pork grind grind. <laughs> and Dallas Spicer. Hello, everybody. Hi, it's me, Dallas, and I'm cuckoo for good comedy. <laughs> and I'm your host. Let's get this thing started. Dylan, would you please bring us in? So me and Dal are uh, going to do a little story time for you guys. I don't know if we need to explain it too much, but basically we're going to be telling you an improv story, uh, an improv rhyming story that could be told to any young chap. Um... <laughs> an ever unfolding story told through improv and rhymes. <laughs> Imp- Correct. Im- improvised rhyme. You know, if you just wanted to play this when you're going to sleep, just a little bedtime story, maybe for your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um... It's just going to be something to help them, uh, you know, put the put something, put a nice bow at the end of their day. Take the edge off. Yeah, yeah, something for your sweet grandmother to listen to as she tucks herself in her big nightcap into bed, and uh, you know, rustles off to sleep. All right, you get a good verb for that. I, I rustles off to sleep. Anyway, let's, let's start. My grandma was going to sleep by Spicy Chad. As she flipped over and put out her candle, there was no more lights left on her mantle. My grandma shut her eyes and began to grow wary. She laid out her blanket and began to get merry. It was her favorite time of day, the end of it, of course. It's when she put her head down and she felt no more remorse. My grandma was tired. She began to drift off. But then suddenly something happened. It was a loud scoff. Ha ha ha, said the man standing above her. He started to shake her. He started to shove her. She said, what is this? What's going on? I don't know who you are. My son should be here, but he's behind bars. (laughs) Yes, her son was in prison for loitering in a parking lot. The cops came up and stopped him. The cops had got him caught. He was a terrible person. He had no remorse. They knew what they had to do. They knew it, of course. So there she was, laying in bed all alone, with a strange man shaking her and rattling her bones. Wake up! It's time for the news! He flipped on the channel and flung off his shoes! <laughs> of course he flipped it over, right over to NBC. That's what demons watch. That's what they live and breathe. <laughs> He had two large horns. A demon was he. (laughs) But his calling was more. He had so much more he could be. The grandma saw through his thick yellow eyes. She knew he could be sweet. Maybe if he tried. So she took out a glass of warm yellow milk. (laughs) 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 The milk was bitter, but yet it went down like silk. (laughs) 
Why, this is strange. I know this milk is bad, but yet it's making me so happy. It's making me glad. It's making me glad. (laughs) He'd never felt so much happiness dear to his heart. Not since he killed those kids out by the K-Bart. <laughs> and then his horn started to recede into his skull. His, his tail started to shrink. He was no longer tall. And he was no longer tall. He grew to such a small size, but Grandma knew best. She did this on purpose. She wanted to rip through his chest. (laughs) She knew it would be much easier once he had shrunken down, so he stabbed him with his pitchfork, and his body hit the ground. As he bled out on the floor, his eyes did flutter. He said, What is this? Am I dying? He muttered. (laughs) It couldn't have been the milk. It couldn't have been that milk butter. But he couldn't make any more words. All his words started to stutter. (laughs) He coughed. He coughed and he coughed. The blood came up loud and it came off from that original scoff. Now Grandma knew what she must do. She laid back down in bed and said, I do. (laughs) As she closed her eyes, and drifted off to sleep. She said, it's a good thing that demon wasn't a creep. (laughs) She could finally go to sleep. A job well done. She had so much joy. She had so much fun. I I love that. They had like such a good complete story. (laughs) She's trying to go to sleep and this creepy (laughs) demon comes up and she kills it. (laughs) (laughs) yes all right good night everybody have a nice nap we'll see you back at the next segment (laughs) (laughs) i know that's put everyone in the in the mood to sleep just like sweet grandma (laughs) (laughs) put me to sleep so uh i was just curious never had a near-death experience you ever been doing something and it doesn't even necessarily have to be something where you got close to death, but you thought I could potentially die right now. And maybe it was oh, man. a dumb driver or just, just anything. I, I feel like there's definitely been, I mean, everyone thinks that sometimes when you're on like a roller coaster, that seems a little shady or oh, yeah. not. <laughs> For sure. Not many, many roller coasters. I've been like, I am going to die. <laughs> Anyone's in particular you can think of that you freaked you out? There's ones I haven't even written that I'm like, I would die if I went on that. But I think that's pretty normal. There's always those like wooden ones that make like horrible creaking noises. And like you see things in the actual roller coaster kind of like start to bend and Shake stuff as you go past it. And... <laughs> I think it, I don't know yeah. if it's just me, but I feel way more comfortable on those. I don't know why. That's funny. I feel like it's because like the newer wooden ones. Wooden coasters? Yeah. Yeah, wooden coasters I feel more really? comfortable on because they usually, they never do any loops. <laughs> they like. I the... trust the metal ones way more because like, it just no. seems like they're not going to break. <laughs> I feel like the metal ones, they're trying to jazz them up too much. Like they're trying to make us go like 200 <laughs> miles an hour. It's true. 
It's true. You get whiplash. But uh, the funny thing about um, a roller coasters, if, if you were, you know, 50 feet up or 100 feet up and then it breaks and everybody falls to the ground, if you hear a bunch of screams, you're not even going to look. <laughs> that's true. That's good point. That, that's fair. You're like, oh, that's just normal. <laughs> look at that drop. <laughs> that was intense. What, what, was the, what was the loud squash afterwards? <laughs> you won't even hear that in an amusement park, to be fair. So were you thinking of one specific, Dylan, that sometimes that you've been close to death? Well, not necessarily that I've been, I've never, you know, I barely even, I've never broke a bone, but Same. I, um, there's been times where I've like been in the car with people. I've been in a car with a girl going, you know, 95 miles an hour with about five feet behind the, the 18 wheeler right in front of her while on Instagram <laughs> driving down the interstate, you know, stuff like that where you're I like, I could vouch for you there. <laughs> just a raccoon could drive out in front of this 18 wheeler and we would just slide up right underneath it and we would all, uh, all our heads would be gone. <laughs> I, I could I could vouch for you so much like I, I feel like I knew so many girls and teenage girls in high school I, I guess they have no fear or sense of death in a car it's very strange <laughs> they have no fear they feel very safe and secure yeah they feel in control <laughs> invincible yes invincible good good word <laughs> especially especially if you got a nice new car too you're driving a nice new car you think like uh yeah this thing can handle anything that's why every 16 year old should be given a 20 to 30 year old car that you can't barely even start up you're afraid to even take it above 45 miles an hour because you think a wheel is going to fall off yeah. <laughs> true and then eventually you upgrade until you have like a monster truck and then you're the one exactly destroying the new people on the road. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now you don't have to worry about anything. You can go as fast as you want. Anybody breaks in front of you, you just roll over. Exactly. When you're when you're around 90 years old, you're allowed to just crush other cars and <laughs> I think besides the times that I was like a kid and like I don't know, you somebody was like doing something to me like hanging me by my feet or something. Uh, those times it felt like I was going to die, but how often were you being hung by your feet? <laughs> a lot of the times I've been hung by my feet in different ways. Uh, never, never was it fun. Blake is the youngest of, of five boys. So, you know, he only weighed about 30 pounds until he was about nine years old. So it was pretty easy to swing him around. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, he also was born with hooks in his feet. So like, that was just something that was really just easy to easy. put. <laughs> it's just easy to do. You wanted to try. That's horrible you know, to putting imagine. Him in, <laughs> putting him up in interesting spots, you it's know. Like, he was like, asking for it. It's like worse yeah. wheelies. Make him make him look like a banner. Make him look like a flag or something, you know. <laughs> There's also the time that I um, got a stick stuck into the um, the accelerator on my four wheeler, and as oh, soon as I oh. turned it on, the four wheeler took off at full speed, and I was probably only seven to nine years old, and I was. I, I didn't know what to do. All I knew was the four-wheeler wasn't stopping, and I wasn't pressing the gas, and the brakes weren't doing anything. Oh, no. And then I just wasn't really paying attention to where I was going. I was like, uh, I'm nervous. I'm scared. And then before I knew it, I ran into the front of a bulldozer. Jeez. I don't remember any of that. I, I might have heard about that. I don't remember. Was I even nearby? <laughs> you were not nearby, but um, <laughs> you I, I did run into the front of a bulldozer, and I... Was probably about 40 miles an hour into one that has like the big metal like bucket <laughs> scraper on the front Jeez. and i feel like i easily could have just like split my head open oh, yeah. on like the edge of it oh you know what's funny speaking of four-wheelers that actually that is one time i almost probably could have died was one of the first times i got to ride one and we were just riding it out in the field and i was just going like they're like, yeah, go as fast as you want. And I was speeding up. I was having a great time. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to turn now. And I just do a, as hard left as you possibly can. 
You flip it. And I fling off. No, I fling into the air, like maybe 10 feet, or I, it felt like, it probably wasn't that high, but it felt that high. And I flung out and landed right onto my back and knocked the breath out of me. I could have easily just landed on my head or my neck and then just died, but... Yeah, you know, uh, maybe giving kids super motor-powered <laughs> motorcycles, like no motorcycles, but those would be not a good idea. Yeah, motorcycles. Yeah. I do have a story, and it hit me. Uh, I, I think most of our near-death stories might involve one of our other brothers. Uh, mine does. <laughs> I think it's just it's just it just happens when there's this many brothers together. Just so many brothers. It's bound to happen. It's 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 a statistic. You get enough brothers in one room, one of them's bound to die. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly right. One's bound to die or kill another one. Uh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you know, Cain and Abel. <laughs> that, Heard of them? My, yeah, my story relates to that. Uh, so, <laughs> my, my brother. Funny uh, you should mention. My brother Brian uh, was very young, and uh, we were both very and young. And he was jealous that you were the favorite son, so he tried to kill you with a rock. Yeah, he, he, he did. Well, it wasn't a rock, though. It was, it was more New Age. It was a hard rock of Play-Doh. Oh, uh, and Brian, Blake had picked the better fruit, and Brian only had his meat. And <laughs> well, let me tell the story. <laughs> so we all know this old tale. <laughs> so basically, how it goes down is we're just kind of chilling out, going around. We we have this old thing of Play-Doh that's just sitting, probably been sitting there for weeks. Uh, it's dried up. It's old. I don't know if you anybody you listening have ever held a hard piece of Play-Doh. It is actually a rock. Like, there is no difference between a rock and a dried-up piece of Play-Doh. It is so insanely hard. And my brother thought it would be... He just mess around goofing. You don't know what goes through kids' brains. And he just thought it'd be a good idea to throw it at me. How old were you at this point? <laughs> oh, jeez. I had to be... I think I was maybe under third grade, so maybe second... No, I had to be at least third grade. So, well, how old are you in third grade? Nine? Eight? Nine? <laughs> Because it depends on the person. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say around eight or nine. Yeah. Eight or nine. Uh, and so, you know, not old enough to where you should be throwing stuff at each other, but young enough to where <laughs> you'll probably still do it. <laughs> and luckily, I see his intention in his eyes, and I see him lock sights on me. <laughs> and as soon as he throws it, luckily I had the insight and the quick uh, athletic ability to dodge it. Not like the Matrix, I just squatted it. It was not as cool as I'm making it sound. But as soon as he threw, I squatted, and it hit the door behind me, which was a windowed door, and shattered the window of the entire door. <laughs> and the door, mind you, was maybe maybe five feet behind me, like maybe like two two people width behind me. So like, <laughs> if I had not ducked, I would have been very much bludgeoned to the head. Yeah, he would have beamed you. He might have gotten <laughs> you right in the eye, like Cain and Abel. <laughs> and that was wow. that was. I, I, I think I had to, like, think about my life. I, like, sat down for, like, five minutes after that. And I was like... And take it all in. I was really that close, huh? <laughs> Just takes one wrong. I, I don't think I've heard that one. Wow. It, it was terrifying. <laughs> and then your brother immediately is sorry. He's, like, apologizing, even though he was the idiot that just did it. Was there anybody else in the room? Did anyone else see this? Uh, well, you hear the crash. Everybody came in, but, like... Oh. Yeah, no, it, it was just me and him in the living room. But yeah, it was pretty bad. It'd be like tied to tape up the window because we didn't have enough money to pay for a repair. So bad. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that that I think that was about as close as I got. If I just was turned around and not paying attention, I most possibly could have just got knocked out and bled all over the floor. No, I, I think if I were to think about it more, I'm sure a lot of my near-death situations are my own doing. Just me 
being careless. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I remember a time where I was like, people were like cliff jumping and somebody jumped on top of my head. And I can't remember when and where that oh. happened. But I, just, I remember the feeling of like jumping in, being tired, and then some hundred pound person landing on top I... of me and just pushing me down and really, really... That sounds familiar, and I want to say that was it, like a youth group thing or something. No, I mean not not for me, but um, okay. <laughs> but that that definitely has happened to me. I just can't remember the specifics. <laughs> this kind of reminds me: Have there ever been times where you guys just felt like you were going to die uh, from doing some kind of activity or something, but you powered through because like everybody's like, "Oh, it'll be fine. It's fine." Because I have one hmm. in particular I'm thinking of. I don't know about you guys. Probably just like the times that I went longboarding and, um, you know, down giant hills when I wasn't prepared to do that. I'm surprised you didn't bring that up. I'm sure you had some near-death experiences <laughs> there. I mean, you know, it's just scary for a second. And then, I mean, you, you slide and you get a lot of road rash. Yeah. Um, people are like, ah, it's fine. It's not that big. And then, you know, you don't know how to ride a big <sighs> skateboard. So you, you just fall and you, you get real banged up and oh, you, lose yeah. Wait. Of, you lose a lot of skin. Brother, what about the time... You got hit by a car. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I got hit. I got hit by a car. I mean, it's 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 not that great of a story. Basically, <laughs> I was I was I was ten years old, maybe ten, twelve, and I um I was just just trying to cross the street. You know, just that's pretty young to get hit by a car. <laughs> just just trying to cross the street, and my buddy was already it already crossed the street. He was a little bit ahead of me, and then I look up, and the light is red. So you know, there wasn't like a crosswalk sign there. It was kind of it's a small town, so they didn't have like all the the walk here, walk there signs up at least at this point. So I just start going, and um, I guess the light turned green while I was going, and I'm about seventy five percent of the way there, and it's like a four lane road, and I see, I look at my friend, he's looking over and he has a, you know, a very scared look on his face. I look over and there's a car about, you know, three feet away from me and I'm um, going about 40 miles an hour. And <laughs> I do, I do, I did feel the whole life flash before your eyes, but I was only about 10. So it didn't take very long. And um, I got hit. I rolled over the top of the car onto the side. I was terrified. I was fine. I didn't, um, nothing broke except my phone. And, um, I, I immediately thought that I would be in trouble because I was too young to know pedestrians have the right of way at those kind of scenarios. So I just took off in a full sprint (laughs) about probably 10 cars saw it all happen. And they're probably just like, I just saw a kid get hit and he just took off. Yeah. That um, makes you look awfully suspicious. (laughs) It was the middle of the day. That's so funny. I, no, I know, but it just like it makes you think like, why would that kid just run off? What was he like? What's he afraid of? That would have, been, have to have been the best thing to catch on tape. Just see yeah. some kid get hit, run, roll thought, over the top of the car, and then just full on sprint away. Hit and run. It's a hit and run, but a different meaning. Yeah, I, I like that. I, only part of that story I think I remember hearing about was that you ran away, and I heard that it was like an older lady, and she felt awful or no, something she, like that. I, I just saw her face, like when I looked over at her, and she was just like. <laughs> You know, just like mouth wide open. And she was driving like an old beat up car. You know, it's not like I could have sued her or anything and got anything out of it. But <laughs> you, yeah. you almost feel bad for her because she just probably thinks she almost murdered a child. Yeah, she probably had like <laughs> bad dreams for a while after that. <laughs> it haunted her for quite a bit. Yeah. But the thing I was thinking about that I said, kind of like things that like would feel like near death experiences, but I powered through. Oh, well, you guys all did this too. But uh, I was thinking about well, we would repel. Uh, at Boy Scouts. Oh yeah, I remember repelling. 
it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, you know, you're going to be fine, but it is still pretty scary. It's just so, it's so, you have to be so mind over body because like every instinct to me is looking over there. It's like, there's, why would I do this? There's no point. Why am I doing this? <laughs> there's no, I, I don't want to do this. And they're just like, okay, now just trust this rope and jump backwards. <laughs> and, <you're> like, <laughs> and it's just, it like everything in your body is fighting it. But I want, I, I didn't want to walk back down. I, that's the last thing I wanted to do. I was like, I'm, yeah, going, I'm just, going down one way or another. And the, the the guys there at the top are talking you on and really trying to like, come on, you can do it. You know, yeah, I just I didn't say anything. I was just like quiet. And I was like, as soon as they tell me to go, I'm just going. And I just I just did it as quickly as I could without thinking. And Can't do that walk of shame back down the <laughs> the repelling tower. But as soon as you're like actually hanging, like and you feel like that you're good, that's when it's fun. That's when you're like, ooh, and you like get to jump down the wall. Like that's when yeah. it's fun. I definitely went back. For seconds after going the first time. <laughs> I, I didn't. I don't think I did. I think I was like, yeah, oh, I'm, really? I'm good. I'm done. I did it. I did it. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, that, that never really made me nervous. But when I did, um, when I worked at this at a summer camp where we did the ropes course, there was a, a thing called the pamper pole where you climb up onto the top of a telephone pole and then you turn around while just, you know, standing on, you know, a foot wide circular telephone pole you turn around and you try to jump off and try to ring a bell oh and trying to stand up onto a telephone pole with nothing to hold on to you have like a couple pegs and you you know and then you just get up and you stand up (laughs) and you have to turn around is the most un it doesn't even look that high from the ground but man is it terrifying when you're just up there and you and you have nothing to hold on to it's just it's just it's just a feeling that (laughs) you don't get it doesn't you don't it's not a feeling that you get really doing anything else I, I could I could completely see what you mean there. I've never even done it, but I yeah I've done it similar stuff where like that's kind of thing like climbing a tree or like looking backwards and feeling like nothing hanging on. You like the tree moves. You're like ah. Yeah. Well, even what you were saying earlier, jumping off those cliffs like that when you because you, you have just a little bit longer fall than you think, so mm. like it gives you like that extra feeling of that free falling feeling in midair. Where you're like oh. This could end very poorly. Yeah, yeah, that was that would be one of them. That would be one of the times where somebody's like, "Yeah, you can do it," and it was like a very big cliff where you have to jump over, like probably like five feet of cliff below, like you. So yeah. you have to make sure you jump out really far. Yeah, and then you, and you fall that. for like two, three seconds, and you're like, Ooh. I, "I remember being up there." They're just pointing down. I was like, "Okay, you see those pointy rocks down there? Just make sure you avoid those. Like, don't don't jump down." Oh, you're talking that. about jumping into water. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, not just jumping off a cliff. <laughs> I was confused what you meant by that. Yeah, no, no, that, that's for sure. I remember many times as a kid being like, I was always just worried I was going to, like, slip and, like, hit my head on the way down. Like, like fall, like, backwards and hit my head on something. Yeah. It yeah, could easily yeah, be done. it'd be so easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, or even just, like, hit somebody who's also down there. <laughs> but then you get the thrill of, you know, falling for a couple seconds. It's worth the almost death, right? <laughs> it is but it's only fun once yeah you know maybe the few times i did it yeah i was i was being a little sarcastic i don't know if it's worth it (laughs) all right well i think it's about time for us to take a break we'll be right back what do you say boys spicy chat will continue on the next cd (laughs) please insert the cd now (laughs) please insert disc two (laughs) spicy chat it's begun the grand gala you've been waiting for since you were but a sprite but what's this their opulent gazes aren't fixated on your evening attire but on your bare wrist that's right 
You forgot the most significant part of your ensemble. Your wristwatch. But never fear. That's where we come in. Desmond's Diamonds. Watches for men. Made in the heart of Ishgar, forged from 40% ATM and 15% vibranium, our watches will make you shine like the decadent dandy you are. Use the code SPICY when completing your purchase to obtain a 5% mail-in rebate off your order. You might not be living up to your peers' high expectations, but now you'll be a little bit closer. With Desmond's Diamonds. Part 2. <laughs> Part 2. Part 2. All right, so uh, now I think we're going to play a game um, that I had heard on another podcast that I really liked. It's going to be called Switch It and Pitch It. All right. So the idea of this game is we are going to give one of us a uh, title to a TV show. Then they are going to think of the opposite of that name, and then they are going to try to pitch that TV show. And the other two will be studio executives that will <laughs> be buying the TV show, and um, they will decide if they want to buy it or not. Do we lead in with the reverse name? Okay, so like Law and Order would be Illegal Chaos, and now you have to come up with the TV show based off of the name Illegal Chaos. Okay, okay, uh, I think I like that, alright. So who goes first? I guess that I'll go first since I kind of know how it goes. Yeah, and then you guys will be executives. you guys will be the executives. Okay. So you guys okay. just have to give me a TV show. Oh, ooh, let me let me think of a good one. Does that have to be a real TV show? Yes. Okay. Um, Full House. I like that one. All right. Um, <laughs> Is it like em- empty apartment or yeah. something? <laughs> all right. So empty Full House. Oh, and, and and to top it all off, you do have to come up with a um a theme. Oh, okay. So uh, a theme song. All right, so um, so this new show is going to be called Empty Yard. <laughs> All right. Oh, come in. Well, hey guys. Um thanks thanks for uh thanks for meeting with me on such short notice. Mm. No problem. Um you guys always uh sit like that together, one on the other person's lap? Yeah, well, we usually sit facing each other, but we thought we'd change it up today. I want to see you. I want to look you in the eyes. Do you mind one of you getting off each other's laps? You're making yes, yeah. and I want to sit on. It's your yeah. office. It's your office. I mean, I'm not going to try to tell you what to do. Anyway, um, nice to meet you guys. My name is uh, Billy Bob Joel, and um, <laughs> I uh, I actually have a really great idea for a new TV show. Mm. Yes, tell us, pitch us. So yes. I know that you guys have um, lots of money, and um, <laughs> you have no idea. I'm sitting on it. Oh, oh, I did not notice that. Um, yeah, that chair is made of money. Um, well, nickels, but I mean, it is money. The finest money can buy the finest nickels. Money's money. Oh, okay. Um, they are they are shiny. They're very they're very sharp. Twenty percent zig. <laughs> so anyway, my my TV show is actually called Empty Yard. So basically, it, it mm. takes place in the, one of America's cities that are uh, not doing so well economically. And a house actually used to be on this lot. But now the lot is empty. The house was torn down, condemned. And now it's just an empty lot that homeless people live in. So it's actually a show about homeless people living oh. in an empty lot. Yes. Yes. We do like to oh. prey on the homeless and watch them for our entertainment. 
um, you don't even necessarily have to write them a script. Homeless people are pretty entertaining all by themselves. It's kind of like more of a uh, reality show where we oh. just uh, follow around the homeless people that live in this empty lot, what their uh, day-to-day lives are. Mm. Yes, less people we have to pay for scripts, the better, right, Jeff? Is there any romance? Uh, yes, so all of the homeless people are uh, bisexual, and they all are men. So they all are into each other. Oh, good. Ah, yes. But they're not just into the, each other. They're also into women. All inclusive with this show. We're trying to, you know, uh, reach oh, everybody. Yes, hit the ratings. Yes, yes. I like this, yes. You know, Modern Family's doing pretty well, so... But no women on the show. Uh, w- women can be in the show. They might, you know, give them money from time to time. Stop by in their SUVs mm. and uh, throw some change at them. Oh. Much like the change you're sitting on right now. Nickels, mostly. Oh, <laughs> yes. yeah, I see. As long as they remain homeless, yes. Yes, uh, and um, we'll make sure if they do get a house that they'll be kicked off the show. Oh, that yes, that makes sense. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so I think I am going to change the name of it to Empty Lot. Ah! Because that, that makes a bit more sense. Hmm. It's no longer a yard, yes, yes. Yeah, it's more like a, like a dirt pile more than it is like grass. Yeah, not much of a yard, I guess. <laughs> no shelter, yes, nothing... Nothing homesy. Can I keep the rain out, yes. So, so what do you, what do you guys think? Uh, you got any revisions or uh, ideas for me? You, you, is this something that uh, that CBS would be interested in? Oh well, hmm. uh, let me ask my partner here. What do you think? Uh, uh, I think it needs more something, something more wild, something more crazy. I, I was thinking something like bum fights. Yes, yes, something like oh, homeless yes. fights and, and a homeless clown. Yes, are there are there homeless clowns? Can clowns? We we can we can make it up. We can they can dress up as one. I I think that'll work. So as you guys know, that not all reality shows are based in reality. Um, we can give any of the homeless people clothes, and we can make those clothes whatever you want it to be. So if you want it oh. to be a clown, if you want them to put on a red nose, they are not against it. You do not have to pay them. As they are just happy to be dressed and warm. Yeah. Yes, yes. Every other homeless man must be a clown. Yes. Every other. That's a lot of clouds. I was just thinking, what? Every other, every other one. Only half. Now, before you guys make your decision, we already do have the theme for the show. Oh. So I'm going to give you a little rendition of that now. Oh. It goes like this. Empty lot. It's the spot for the homeless. Empty lot. There's not a lot. For the homeless, <laughs> we'll take you in, but they'll spit you out. They won't take your stuff. It's the empty lot, the empty lot tonight. Uh, oh, this yes, is great. Yes. Oh, my gosh. This will be the next Pod Stars. Let's get this, baby. Ah, uh, yes, yes. So, so, it, so it's a done deal. We're buying. How, how much money for the pilot? Oh, uh, how much do we have to to pay the homeless? Well, you're paying me. Oh, well, as long as we're just paying you... Uh, oh, do we not have to pay the homeless? We have to pay the camera guys, too. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, mm, what, 250k? Uh, $700. Seven, well, so he said 250k, you said 700 Can we somehow meet in the middle? We can split the difference, perhaps. Uh, so, $125,350? <laughs> That's, uh, that's, that's exactly right. the number. Yeah, that's about the number. Exactly what I was thinking. As a rich millionaire, I I know I know math. Yes. So. When I when I woke up today, I thought I'd be spending about that amount. All right, you got a deal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice.
<laughs> All right, good one. Wow, that was great. Good I one. like your show. I uh, I'd watch that as long as there was at least a couple clouds. <laughs> Empty a lot was good. I like I like the premise. <laughs> I can envision it pretty well. Uh, yeah, I had a good vision by the end of it. Spicy, chat. All right, I'll do the next one. All right. So your show will be called American Horror Story. Okay. So this one will be Spanish love novel. All right. Does that work? <laughs> I would say Mexican love novel because Spanish isn't a country, but uh, ah. I guess that Spanish is Spain. So it's it's even more the opposite. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like a Italian. What about Italian love story? <laughs> Any country will do. All right, let's 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 get him in here. We had a, a two o'clock for um. What? How do you re- how do you say that name right there? It's kind of hard to kind of hard to read. Uh, Joe Begenspire. Bigenberger. B- Big Burger. We'll just oh. call him Big Burger. All right, Joe Big Burger. All right. Okay, Joe Big Burger, get in here. All right, um, hey. uh, uh, hold on. Let me, let's get the, oh, he's already in here. I was going to get the receptionist. I'm, I'm sorry. The door was open. She, she, the lady buzzed me in. I thought it was fine. All right, you oh. already lost points on our book, son, but, um. That's a little weird. Well, don't worry. Uh, I've got a great show for you guys. Uh, Are you sweating? You know, a little bit, but it's, it's just part of the, you know, the deal you get with, uh, the Big Burger name, you know? I, I just, I want you guys to be as excited about this product as I am about this show. So, uh, I have a I have a little idea for what I like to call the Mexican love story. Oh. Hmm. Yes, it's it's not exactly what you'd think. So on this show, it's kind of like a Days of Our Lives type of show. Uh, it's going to be going on for multiple seasons, if you'll allow it. So these two people, they meet in a Mexican restaurant, and they both... Relatable, relatable. Order, <laughs> yes, 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 they both order a large salad, and the owner comes up and says, no one's ever ordered a large salad here before. You must be made for each other. And they lock each other, they lock their eyes, and they know that this is just the beginning of their love story. Oh. It's just, it's all comedy, romance, uh, pratfalls, it's it's everything you need. It's it's just so a, the love story starts in the Mexican. The first episode starts in the Mexican restaurant. In the Mexican restaurant, right? Hmm. And every episode after that, they return to the Mexican restaurant because little did they know ah. that they were yes, they are cursed by a witch. You see, oh. because they fell in love Freaky in this Friday. Mexican restaurant, <laughs> they have to return there each day, but within twelve hours, or they perish. Oh. Mm-hmm. What a twist. 12 hours. 12 hours. Is, you know, with a Mexican restaurant, the, the window of opportunity is only about 11 to, to 10 p.m. 11 a.m. Right. to 10 p.m. So that's <laughs> they quite gotta, a lot of time. They got to they gotta stay there late and they got to get there early. So they spend a lot of their time in this Mexican restaurant. Well, that seems easy on the set. We have one set, basically. I, yes, that's it's exactly what I was thinking. We could save a lot of time on that. The whole, the whole show will take place in the Mexican restaurant. Yes, except for when the few times they're able to, you know, leave to go to the bathroom or, 
you know, there's no bathroom in the Mexican restaurant. That, that's oh, part of the no. comedy. Yeah, they have to run out and hope they don't die before they get the whiz. You know, that I, is a common problem. Yes, yes, yes. Wait, is it a drama? Is it a comedy? Oh, it's a comma. Uh, it's a it's a comedy, a dramedy. It's got it all. There's a there's a funny monkey sidekick who cooks the food, and there's always hair in all the food, and they're like, "Oh, monkey sidekick, that was you again." Oh. But he can't speak. You know, that would be a, that would be outrageous. I I do gotta say. Hair and food is a deal breaker for me. I I can't see that on television. We have to censor that. Oh, you won't have to eat the hair and the food. Don't worry. No, we, this we, is only on set. On on our channel, we have to censor any kind of hair and food. Uh, yes. Feel free to censor it. Yes, feel. I I want heavy censors on most things. Oh, okay. So this is like it's almost like a reality <laughs> show as well. It could be a reality show, but really it's not because it's very heavily scripted, uh, written, mm. and storyboarded. But okay. if you want to completely change my vision, I'm up for anything. Can you give us a little bit of a rundown of an episode? Just like, just a taste? Sure, sure. So let's let's jump in like episode 35. It is, is this season three, episode five, or is this episode 35 of season one? This is episode 35 total. So this is season three. Oh, okay. 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 Yes. So let's say deep, uh, deep Joffrey. Yes. Yes. Joffrey just comes back in. That's the monkey. He goes. I like the name. Oh, that's the monkey. I like yeah. The yeah. Name. Yeah. He goes. Oh, this place is bananas. And of course, oh, there's banana peels. <laughs> yeah, banana peels all over the floor. Oh, He's been no. making milkshakes again. And of course, that's not something that you want at a Mexican restaurant. And the the duo, our main protagonist, Kim and. Kevin, come in, and they both slip on banana peels, and it's wacky. They're holding hands. They're spinning around. It's romantic, but it's also funny. And they both sit down. They go, well, what do you want to order today, honey? And, of course, they know the menu back front and forward. They'll, anything they get, they've had a hundred times. So they just say, you know, get us the usual. And Joffrey goes off, and, you know, he makes them the usual. So Joffrey is the only cook in this restaurant. Joffrey's the only employee in this, oh. in this restaurant. Oh, wow. So he was actually the server. That told him that nobody's ever ordered a large salad. Before. Yes, he was the owner as well. He's actually Hispanic by uh, by origin, and uh, the, he's a uh, a Mexican monkey. Spanish monkey. Yes, yeah. We oh. find out more about Joffrey's background as it goes on. Why he's here, and uh, he's uh, he's on the run from the cartel. There's a lot to it, but uh, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> but so basically, I'm sold. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I mean, I could tell you more of the episode, but if you're sold, that's that's great. No, no, I want to, but I want to hear <laughs> what does this intro sound like? Yeah, I, I, I just don't think that I could get behind a TV show without hearing a solid. While I like Joffrey and I like the monkey, I like the love story. Nothing sells a show quite like a theme. Yeah, you could. This could be a deal breaker. Let's hear it. Okay. Well, the theme is mostly instrumental with monkey screams in the background uh, from Joffrey. Uh, from time to time. Oh, if you could, if you could just do us a little vocal rendition of that, we would love it. Oh, sure, sure, sure. So it starts out a little bit like, da 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 da, -da. and then like you hear the monkey scream, and, and then it goes into like the uh, Mexican love story. <laughs> so no words other than the fact that they say Mexican love story, which is the name of the show. No, no, that's just the intro. It's a little jazzy. And then it goes, it's a story about two, two people in love. There's a monkey and he isn't wearing gloves. That's okay. Uh. The hairs in the soup is free today in Mexican love story. <laughs> hmm. 
Let me, let me, let me talk to my associate real quick. Uh, my associate. I was, I'm, 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 uh, that was good. All right, but you're going to have to give us just one second if you don't mind turning around and plugging your ears. Absolutely. I can plug everything. Oh, good. Okay. All right. If you must. <laughs> that, that intro, I think it needed something. I didn't love the, the monkey screeching in the beginning while I did like the uh, monkey not wearing gloves because everybody knows a monkey that doesn't wear gloves. Mm, well, I, I think actually might have needed more monkey screeches, but also like a Spanish guitar. A Spanish guitar could bring in the right clientele for our channel. Maybe some maracas at the end when maracas, he's like, maracas. right? To, for the finishing touch, you know. I think that's good. I think we're sold. Is there anything else okay. you want to do? Um, throw in uh, a wife in season four for the uh, for the monkey, a, a monkey wife. Monkey wife season four. I say, um, I say episode eight, season one. She doesn't have to come in often, but the... Oh, the, the, that's where the relationship starts, and that's his Mexican love story. Yes, that's when the actual true Mexican love story begins. Because the oh, it's a twist! Who, because the people who are in the Mexican restaurant are not Mexican. All right, mm. so, all right, let, let's let's bring him back in here. Hey there, hey, you mind tapping him on the shoulder? He can't hear anything. Uh, you, unplug, unplug. Everything. <laughs> oh, God. Are you good? Oh no, I, I I wasn't breathing. It's fine. I'm back. They, oh no, it's <laughs> a little red. Uh, sit down, sit down. Let me tell you this. They uh they 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 hit me with those uh you know the little little zap things. I'm fine. Um, yeah. So what's uh what'd you guys decide? Um, we want a little more Mexican guitar and throw in a wife to the monkey and we're sold. Oh yeah, sure. No, I I have extra monkeys on set. Yeah, we can we can put lipstick on one. We can do whatever you need. Yeah, I. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, how early did you want a the... Address, too? Address? We want an address. Yes, you know, yeah, female monkeys never go outside naked. It, she's, ba she's bad at cooking, because he's the good cook. Oh, see, now there you go, yes. And she never lets hairs get into the soup. And she beats him mercilessly when he does it. All right, we'll pay you... Um, This is a big property. What are we thinking? I'm thinking in the in the price range of... Um, this is a multi-season show we're talking here. I think we could we could we could throw we could throw some big money. Down. We just got to give him the money for the pilot. That's all we need. The money for the oh, pilot. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And okay. sign on for as many seasons as you want. Okay, uh, I, I think we'll buy. Uh, you know, let's go. I, I'm I'm confident in this. Let's give him two seasons, hmm. each season worth three hundred thirty thousand dollars. Three hundred thirty-nine thousand. Just give him some some maneuver room. Are we are we bidding four hundred thousand? No, no, no! This is not a bid. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm, I, re I retract my offer down to three hundred and fifteen thousand. I take. Uh, you know what? From the I, cockiness I, on this side. I'm quickly taking whatever offer you, if whatever offer you're giving. Thank you. Yes, let's make this show. Let's make Joffrey happen. Oh yes. Let's make Joffrey a star. <laughs> wow, that was great. <laughs> I love it. It quickly turned away from being about the the love story of the two people who were cursed at the restaurant, though. <laughs> we all know who the real star is here. Joffrey. Everybody loves a good mascot. Oh, of course. That's true. I was imagining a chimpanzee. I don't know about you guys. I was. I was. It had to be a chimpanzee. Oh, okay. <laughs> Spicy. Chat. All right, Blake, you want to go? 
Yeah, I guess. Uh, you guys are good at this. I feel like I'm going to be uh, put to shame, but uh, let's try it. I, I felt like I was going to have such a hard time, so I just completely forego the... <laughs> I, didn't, I was going to like set it in Mexico. I was like, no, nah, it's just a restaurant now. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> let's try it. Uh, give me a good one. Give me a good show. Okay, since Dylan did that one, I want to I want to come up with one. Yeah, you do one. Okay. All right. Let's see here. It might take me a, a second, if that's okay. Yeah, take your time. Okay. Yes. You're going to do the opposite of, are you afraid of the dark? Are you afraid of the dark? So what's the opposite of that? Um, I'm not afraid of the light. Yeah, don't you love the light or something like that? Do you love the light? <laughs> that was pretty good. Don't you love the light? Uh, okay, okay. I think I'm ready. Money, money, money. Um, we just gotta, we just gotta buy, um, you know, at least uh, one more show. Yes, yes. Buy high, show. sell low. Yes, yes. Wait, no. Buy low, sell high. Yes. We'll produce it. We'll produce it. We'll sell it off to Netflix. Oh, hello there. Hello there. Is, is this the office? Yes. Buzz, buzz, come in. This is this is, is this, the only office in this building. Um, is this Comedy Central? We are one office because we bought all the other offices. Come in. <laughs> oh, this isn't Comedy Central, but I. I guess you guys will do. Um, hi, hi, I'm pitching uh, a show. Well, this is the place, you know, we have our office hours open once a day for an hour for anybody who wants to walk in and pitch a show. So this is the place. That's a, such a nice deal you guys got going on here. I, I really like that. It's just it's just me and him. Gets us a lot of weirdos. I, well, I, I'm, I might be one of them. I've got a very abstract show for you. Hmm. It's something I think... The new age people. You got to be looking into the future for this one. This one's really gonna get get a hit hard in the next few years. Uh, and I'm I'm calling this show. Do you love the light? Hmm. I, and you okay. see, you see, I do love light. I, I like I, being able to see. I'm a fan of the light. Yes. You like see the lights are on in here. Yes. Yeah? Yes. You're right. Yeah. He's right. The lights are always on in here. He's correct. Oh. Uh, your phone. It lights up. Hmm. A two for two. That's, 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 that's too hard. Well, let me just tell you about the show uh, already. Big, uh, no, yeah, big, no whammies, no whammies. Come on, big money. So... Tell me one more this, reason why I like the light before you start. Um, well, you see, you like the light, you walk outside, and it's daytime. What do you see? Oh, I love the daylight. Mm, yes, daylight savings. Gotta, gotta love the oh. sun. Little, little, little vitamin D for you. Yeah, vitamin D is really, it's really good for you. Uh, too much light never killed anybody. <laughs> so, uh, our show follows different funny animals, you see. Well, follow along with me. Oh, you're losing and me. And every, every episode <laughs> is a different quirky animal. But the problem is they're human. Uh, all right? Oh, the, the most dangerous animal of all. <laughs> they, they have just been born into a human and given human knowledge. And they've come down from heaven. And they have seen the light. <laughs> And you follow. Well, this is this is a this is a reincarnation show. I'm not following your son. So they they were animals. They went to heaven. They came back down, and now they're now they're humans. It's it's a, like I said. It's a little abstract. You gotta you gotta think big. Right. So I see what you're saying. So you have a mouse, right? This guy he he comes. He reincarnates. He's a human now, but he remembers his life as a mouse. All he wants to do is eat cheese. Hmm. But the problem is, he's born, and he's already 25 years old. Oh. This is instant reincarnation. The light is blinds the screen. We see the guy. He's now a mouse man, but he has the knowledge of humans. But all he wants, you're correct, all he wants to do is eat cheese. Was the mouse 25 years old? Yes. Okay. 
That's a lot in mouse years. That's that's a lot in mouse years. He was an ancient mouse. But he, he, he has this young spry body, and you see, for this episode, he would be trying to carve holes out of walls and live in them. Uh, he wants to live inside of people's houses. Ugh. It causes a lot of ruckus. I'm assuming he, like, refuses to wear clothes. Oh, yes, yes. So is this is this like a one-off episode where every episode is a different animal that just became human? Yes. Uh, have you seen Black Mirror? Ah, oh, yes, yes. I'm old. Twilight Zone, but yes. Imagine that, but animals in reincarnation. So at the end of every episode, there is going to be some horrible twist. Like, example, for the mouse episode, uh, he gets uh, killed by a giant mousetrap. That was being made by a a funny carnival. Yes, yes. So it's it's comedy as well, yes. It's all very ironic. Yes. But, you know, but still very serious. It's very sad to watch. A lot of CGI, a lot of CGI. Because we uh, kind of, to the audience, we kind of give them these mouse or animal features for each character... Uh, the Lion episode is a set in China, uh, hmm. so we're you know probably not going to film there, but we can CGI it in. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? I, I, uh, what, I, yes, I have a I have a few questions, if I might. Yes. Uh, yeah. Any any attractive women being reincarnated? Any any big name stars? We can get in on this. Uh, yes. Uh, we do. We do. In fact, we're thinking for like the cow episode, or maybe oh. be a woman. Mila Kunis, maybe. Any any well known animals as females? Yes, yes. yes. Uh, oh, the animals are the famous ones. We want to hire Doja Cat for the cat episode. Oh. We thought it would be a nice tie-in. Slap slap some rabbit ears on some girl. You know, call it a day. Yeah, it's, it's, it's easy riding, honestly. That'll, That'll sell. sell. That'll sell. I think that's that's just ratings in a, in its peak. You get big celebrities, big numbers, yes, CGI. Yes. What else can you ask for? It's what everybody wants today. Yes, yes. Get the furry audience in on this. Yes, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> That's a main demographic. All right. Son, son, I, I, I like what you got going on here. I like your outfit. I like your style. I like your hair. Oh. Yes, I like that you came in costume, too. Yes. Um, oh, thank you. I can thank tell you. That, that you're ready to pitch a show about an animal um, dressed as a uh, walrus. Yes. Mm. That'll be season two. That's pretty good. Those those toothpicks in your in your teeth, I, I could barely tell they weren't walrus tusks. And I I can act. I I want to be in the in the show just for a cameo, kind of like you know some directors. Oh. I thought it'd be a cool little cameo thing. I'd be a walrus, as you can see. <laughs> yes. You want to direct and write, and star. Uh, just just one episode, just one episode. But yes, direct and write. Yes, everything. But it it, it starred an episode. Dur- direct write though that does cut down on production costs. Um, mm. We might have to pay him more. Yes, but saves room for CGI money. Uh, that's that's de- that's debatable. Um. All right, son. Um. You know, you look good, you sound good, but but you know what we always say here at the studio. Every uh, every no. show. I, this is my first time being here. Oh, sorry. I thought we were going to say it together. Every, every show needs, needs a, a good song. theme song. Needs a good theme song. Oh. Well, uh What do you got for us? I I, I kind of had a little one in mind. Uh but it's uh let me let me let me just uh let me try and uh, do a little rendition for you. Whenever you're ready. Show us the light, ah, show us the light, ah, the light is bright, ah, oh, it's so bright. <laughs> and then a little, like, instrumental. Mm-hmm. Can you, it's like a, this is like the hard rock part. All right, then uh. verse two. The light, the light, show us the light, the light, the light, show us the, oh, the yes. light, light. <laughs> Little dubstep. Ooh. Ah, appeal to the kids, yes. It, and then light. And then it 
Appeal to the middle-aged kids, yes. We want we want a little bit of everything, yeah. <clears throat> All right, um, I think I need to speak with my associate about this, if you don't mind, um, just, um, uh, you know, uh, le- leaving. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I'll, I'll, I, I can't hear that well through this walrus costume anyway. If I just walk a little farther, I'll be fine. That's fine. There's a bucket in the corner. We use that to cover, you know. Is there fish in there? No. Well, oh, I was going to eat some. Okay, well, never mind. I'll, I'm going outside. With the power of imagination, anything is possible. <clears throat> all right, all right. Um, so he, he's needing Doja Cat. He's needing he's needing Mila Kunis. He's needing yeah. he's needing about everybody. He's needing big names to carry this. Yeah, it's, it's, this is going to cost a lot of money. But with with uh, with the big celebrities comes even more money. So uh, <laughs> what do, what do, what are you thinking? A couple mil. Oh, yes, a couple mil for him, a couple mil all around. I mean, he's going to direct, he's going to write, he's going to star. I feel like if he can if he can handle most of that, at least, you know, gets all that off our chests. Uh, I'm just ready to see some, some bunny ears on some girls. <laughs> oh, you creeper, of course you do. All yeah. right, let's get him back in here. All right. <laughs> oh. Uh, is that my cue? Yeah, come on back in, son. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm back. I'm back. All right, All right, Mr. Walrus. So I've actually we we've talked it over, and I've decided um, I'm out. I, I I don't believe in this, and um, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, uh, it's the double cross. You seem uh, so into it. I, I I can't back a project that I just don't believe in. Uh, the the intro needed work. The name is is ridiculous, and um. And animals reincarnated. It seems like he just came up with it right before you walked in here. I'm going to be honest with you. So, um, whatever he offers you, you know, you can take it, but it's going to be half of whatever was originally planned. Oh. All right. Look, I just want you to know that this has now become an episode of Shark Tank, so you're just going to either have to take my deal or walk, because he's not offering you anything. Oh. I'm, I, I ain't settling unless I get the dream show I was looking for. This is, this is a piece of art. I need the maximum money I can get. I will give you the money that you need, but you have to do all the legwork. So. Well, that, that's, that's fine. I dabbled in CGI. Yes. So, I am offering you half a million dollars. Half a million. Okay. I could maybe do the first half of the season with that. That's fine. I'm offering you half. You give me half. That makes sense. Too bad that uh, my friend here couldn't be here to witness this. Would have been a great union. Who? who? Oh, who's your friend? Oh, that's the, that's the phone call. Wait, let me pick that up. Hello? Hello. Um, yeah, uh, sorry I had to leave. I, I, I don't know if you guys noticed me slip out of there, but um, oh. tell, him I'm, tell, tell him I'm sorry. And, um, and you know, maybe if he... Uh, comes up with a better uh, theme song that maybe we could uh, make it work yes of course yes yes uh, all right goodbye love you uh, love you okay uh, <laughs> i'm i'm so sorry uh he's dead uh, uh and see Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I tried. You did. Uh, you did good. I just wanted to just to not buy a show once. Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> no, no, I just, I, I just had to be the one to take the bullet. Uh, it was, uh, it was, it was hard to work with. I like that you went a different route than I was thinking. That was very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess we'll need to be uh, come right back after this message from our sponsors. <laughs> Have you ever wanted someone to help with your next big project? Or wanted someone to get crunk with on the weekends? Or even just an extra player for Foursquare at your local children's museum? That's where we come in. Welcome 
to indenture. We have hundreds of labor contracts through various vocations. Teachers, cashiers, waiters, liberal arts majors, they need cash and you need bodies. And thanks to their high interest loans, they'll be working for you for as long as you need them. You can have them play a bit part in your local theater troupe. How about you? Stand on your shoulders to look like a real tall man. Oh. Or even just check the closet for spooky ghosts. You name it, they have to do it. Use the code SPICY at checkout and get your first two hours free. It's time you finally get the help you deserve. So start your adventure with indenture. Okay, so uh, I have a probably the last segment here. I have another little another little game uh, we on Spicy Chat like to call "Which Is It Already." I love that game. <laughs> Everybody loves that game. That's my favorite. It's a crowd favorite. <laughs> okay, so we have. Two things that it could be. It's going to either be a K-pop band or a flavor of Jones Soda. Wow. <laughs> I figured neither of you know much about either, so it'll be interesting. I know like two K-pop bands. Don't count me out. <laughs> so uh, it's just going to be kind of rapid fire because, you know, that's obviously just titles. So I'm going to keep track this time of who's got more answers. And uh, we're going to see who does better at the end here. And obviously you could still both answer the same thing. So it's either going to be one or the other. And there's one answer that's both. <laughs> wow. All right, here we go. Now, is it a K-pop band or a flavor of Jones Soda? First one, Orange Caramel. Uh, K-pop. Uh, orange Caramel? Orange Caramel. No, it I'm feels like such a... I'm doing Jones Soda. No... No, no, he, this is, this is, I feel like it's a trick, but it's, it's, it can be really either way. Um, I'm going to say K-pop band. It sounds weird enough. K-pop band, final answer. Oh, you both going K-pop band? Yeah. All right. It was a K-pop band. Yeah, that felt like a trick. <laughs> so one point to each of us? One point for each of you. Okay. All right. Next one. Candy corn. Oh. <laughs> Um, I hope that's not a drink. So I'm going to say K-pop band. I do not like candy corn. I'm going to say Jones Soda. All right. Dylan gets it. Jones Soda. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I do not like candy corn. I feel like that would be a weird drink. Yeah, it's like a Halloween flavor. <laughs> All right. Sugar Plum. That's a K-pop band. Jones Soda again. It's a Jones Soda. <laughs> really? Sugar Plum? All right. Dill's got two. I think he's got three. Man, these, you're right. These are uh, <laughs> these are harder than I, than I imagined. <laughs> All right. Neon Punch. That's K-pop. <laughs> I just want to be different. Soda. It's a K-pop band. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Neon Punch? Neon Punch. Man, <laughs> I'm down bad. These are pretty good, right? Yeah. These are pretty good. All right. Honey popcorn. Soda? <laughs> I don't feel like... There's no way popcorn's in the name of a K-pop band. Wait, popcorn? Honey popcorn. <laughs> I'm going I'm I'm to say Joan Soda. And Blake? Uh, yeah, yeah, I was saying Soda. It's a K-pop band. <laughs> Thank goodness that's not a Joan Soda flavor. <laughs> I felt like 
They, why would they have popcorn in the K-pop band name? It's so dumb. I love that these make you have to simultaneously think about the band that's named this as well as the weird flavor of soda this would be. I don't like either of these things. <laughs> All right. Next one. Foo-Foo Berry. <laughs> Please be a K-pop band. That's got to be a K-pop band. I'm going to say K- K-pop on that one. It's actually a flavor of Jones soda. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would get you guys freaking foo foo berry. <laughs> foo foo berry. What? What is this? I need to look at a list of Joe's soda after this. <laughs> There's some weird flavored Joe's sodas out there. It's pretty funny. Have I had a Joe's soda? Where do you buy those? They're uh, they were popular for a bit. Like they, uh, I remember them being all over the place. But yeah, they have some weird flavors. All right, chocolate. That's K-pop. No, this is bait. Wait, why that would be such gross soda? That please be a K-pop. <laughs> K-pop. All right, K-pop and Joe Soda. You're both right. That was the okay. one answer. That was both. Uh, oh, <laughs> there you go. So I'll just go. You guys both get a point on that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, there's about like seven or eight left. <laughs> oh, please keep going. Cause my score is down. I need to. Improve, yeah. No, this is great. Myself. All right. Red Velvet. Um, I feel like I've actually heard of this as a K-pop band. So I'm going to say K-pop. K-pop. You got it, K-pop. Because okay. I can almost like pass it as like a cake flavor, but it doesn't quite sound like that a cake. That sounds horrible. These sound horrible as sodas. <laughs> <laughs> so many food named K-pop bands. I know. That's what's so, <laughs> it's so good. Uh, <laughs> Are you, you keeping track of the points, Blake? I sure am. Nice. All right. Peachy Keen. That's soda. Say it again. Peachy Keen. Peachy Keen. I feel like it's doesn't sound like a real name, so you want me to say K-pop band? <laughs> so I'm going to say... All these mind games. Jode Soda. All right, you both say soda? Yeah. It was a Jode Soda. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to be... I don't want to look like a fool. <laughs> All right. Next one. Hmm. Papaya. That's going to be... There's no way that's a K-pop band. <laughs> Is it? It could be. I'm it gonna, could I'm, be. I'm going to say K-pop. Blake? I'm going to say... Uh, okay, I'm going to say soda. Because that's totally, that totally could be a flavor. It, you know, you'd think because it's uh, it's a fruit. Nope, it's a K-pop band. <laughs> this game's horrible. This game's rigged. <laughs> All right. Lightning round. Here we go. Strawberry milk. Soda. Uh, K-pop. It was K-pop. Yeah, that's not like K-pop, man. Okay. Blue bubble gum. Uh, K-pop. Joan Soda. It was Joan Soda. Oh. <laughs> Lemon drop. K-pop. Yeah, drop, I guess. Yeah, K-pop. Nope, Joan Soda. <laughs> what? Okay. Cherry bullet. Please be K-pop. Come, we, there's Soda. no way. It's a K-pop band. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right, last one. Happy. K-pop. Soda. It's a Jones soda. Yeah, that felt like bait. That felt like such bait. <laughs> nice. All right, Blake. What's the final scores? Uh, well, also, everyone who wanted to play along at home. <laughs> yeah, tell us what you got. 
I it was really bad at the beginning. Uh, I was quite behind for a while, uh, but I <laughs> caught up, and the final score was me seven and Dylan ten. Yeah! Where to go, Dylan? Yeah. Ten out of what? What? How many was there? Seventeen. Uh, I think there was a total. Right. Uh, no. Yeah, fifteen. Yeah. Dang. So good job, Dylan. You only missed a third. There was five that <laughs> both of us didn't even get. <laughs> or it was around that. No, but I guess that'd be a little off. It's probably. I think it was like three, but we both didn't get them. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a fun game and a great episode of Spicy Chat. <laughs> All right, well, thanks everybody for listening and <laughs> sticking with us. So, we'll see you guys soon. See, yeah, I feel like we should have like an outro, like some kind of actual outro. You just play some music. <laughs> all right, right here, and as we all, yeah, right here, as our our voices fade away as we wave and say goodbye. Bye. That sounds so good. <laughs> nice music choice. <laughs> You don't have to fade away, I'll fade us away. <laughs> <laughs>